You're listening to the Judson Sap Show. This is your host, Judson Sap, at Judson Sap on Twitter. This is the Wake Up Edition. We had an exciting weekend, so I can't wait to jump into it with what little time we have. Okay, well, today was an exciting day for mankind. And I'm not afraid to say mankind. You can say what you like, but the word's been around forever. But today was the dawning of private exploration of space. Sir Richard Branson was successful in his launch of the Virgin Galactic uh, Unity 22 was the name of the mission. And uh, it was pretty spectacular to watch. I watched this uh, with my kids. I have a a five-year-old and a soon-to-be four-year-old. And uh, they were they were just amazed at what was going on. And I got to explain to them the significance of what this means for the first time in human history, we had a private individual fly into space. And that is pretty amazing. Now keep in mind the space programs all over the world are controlled by government and government loves to control everything about you, but this isn't something that they're going to have control over. Hopefully, uh, obviously, uh, NASA does some great work and other space agencies throughout the, the whole world do great work. But it's also time for private individuals to do this. I encourage you to check out uh, one of the live feed replays uh, to see this. It was pretty pretty amazing to watch it with its its technology. And we've got two other billionaires about to also do this. You've got Elon Musk, the founder of Tesla, and you have Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon, is going to launch. Uh, they tried to beat. Branson, but they were unsuccessful in doing that. And and I think it was really good in the spirit of competition to have three individuals competing to do this. And it's the beginning of wonderful things for our society. Now, what I found the most troubling, though, were some of the comments by people like Bernie Sanders. So Bernie Sanders basically said that while space travel is exciting, we need to focus on Earth. And he also said that we need to tax more. That's that's the sum of it. You can go on Twitter and see as many, many quotes about this. But that's actually really upsetting if you think about it, that here we are with an opportunity to explore our cosmos for the opportunity to get humans off of this rock and potentially do other things in our own solar system. It could open a world of opportunity, a world of expansion, a a world of new sciences and technologies, and he's focused on more tax. Now, if you also watch the launch day and you saw a lot of the comments uh, that were live streaming the comment sections there, you saw a lot of people with a lot of hatred towards these uh, billionaires launching into space. Well, first of all, that's really petty. And a couple of the comments that I saw stream by really quickly were wishing them not only uh, not to be successful, but to have a bad fate happen to them too during these launches. And, and that's frankly disgusting. That's the great thing about the world we live in is private individuals can do amazing things that governments will not do. Now, socialist and communists would prefer that not happen. They want you to be under their thumb. So as you look into the skies tonight and think about where you want to be in society, do you want to live in a world where a private individual could change everything and probably for the better? Or do you want to live in a world 
that wants to prevent individuals from being able to achieve that. And that's really the fundamental difference in people's ways of thinking. And even if you have hate in your heart, just, just take a moment to think of the gravity of this situation and, and what an amazing feat it truly was. So in other news this weekend, we had the CPAC going on. That's uh, conservatives getting together to talk about conservative issues. Some really interesting things happened at this CPAC. Uh, President Trump was the key speaker. He won the straw poll at the end. Uh, Hopefully an indicator of some of the things that he wants to do in the future. Now, to me, there were really two interesting things going on at at CPAC uh, that we need to focus on. The first one is there was a plan going around uh, to put President Trump back as the president of the United States before the next election. It's actually really interesting uh, I haven't talked to a constitutional lawyer, but it, it checks out sound to me. Uh, the first would be to get President Trump to run for one of the seats of Congress here in Florida, where I live. And I can tell you right now, any Republican, true Republican, would step out of his way in a heartbeat to let him do this. Now, obviously, a lot of uh, members of Congress, unfortunately, are only in it for themselves. But uh, President Trump's working hard to get rid of those people. So... Uh, I, I think that enough of them could make that happen if this plan works out. So the plan is have him run for Congress. President Trump would win in a Republican primary. He would win the general in, in, in any of the seats that he would run for. At that point in time, they would ask Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, to step down, not step down from his office, but let President Trump become Speaker of the House, at which point in time they would have uh, start impeachment proceedings against both the president uh, Biden and, and Vice President Kamala Harris. Now, what would happen is they would vote on it. They would win. Uh, at that point in time, because both are out simultaneously, then the Speaker of the House, who would then be Donald Trump, would become President Donald Trump again. And this would happen really relatively quickly after after this election cycle. So that is a kind of exciting stuff to talk about. And obviously, like I mentioned, I am not a constitutional lawyer. I'd have to talk to one to know if it's actually doable or not. It's doable from a sense of, I think that you could definitely, there's no doubt President Trump would win any office in Florida that he ran for. Uh, Many of us are hoping that he'll run again. As you know, uh, if, if you've follow me at all. I was one of his uh, finance chairs in Florida in full disclosure uh, for his reelection campaign for Trump victory. And I'd be happy to serve in that position again and and try to get him reelected. But this plan is interesting. I think President Trump's not going to do that. I wish he would. I think that he would be a powerful voice, uh, but he, he was the president. So, and I think he thinks he's going to be the president again. And I think he's going to be the president again. So that's the first thing that happened. And there's no indication that, that team Trump was involved in this at all, but it was interesting that people were going around talking about it. Now, the other big thing that came about this weekend, uh, and president Trump touched on it during his speech is his lawsuit against big tech companies. And if I understand the basis of his lawsuit, he's saying that because of them uh, censoring him, that he lost the ability for, for a fair election. 
again, uh, these are courts and these are private companies. Now people will tell you, well, a private company should be able to do what they want. And when I, uh, while I fundamentally do agree with that, I can't agree with that when you're dealing with these monopolies, or if you're dealing with a company that's taking their marching orders from government, because that's what basically happened here is big tech companies decided they didn't like him right or wrong. That's what they decided. And they wielded a ginormous stick to hit him and prevent him from doing anything. Now, regardless of what aisle you sit on, that's a frightening thing. That's a silent coup. And it's something that has to be talked about in the courts. And at the very least, we need some protection that no company can have the power to influence our government. Because let me tell you, while it hurt my guy, it will hurt your person too. That will happen down the road. I don't care where you fall. This is upsetting what happened when he got banned from all social media. A sitting president was banned. And social media right now is the most influential communication device that we have right or wrong. That's what we have. So it's very upsetting, but the good news is, uh, president Trump did win the straw poll and, uh, it puts him in a great position. We're going to have a really exciting election cycle. And I'm excited to talk about this a lot. As we get closer, you've got a lot of contenders here. Uh, I think, that uh, let's just assume for a second, President Trump decides to just stay where he's at and help shape the party. You've got an amazing governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Uh, you've got rumors, Donald Trump Jr., who's pretty great to hear talk about. Uh, if you've never heard him speak, I encourage you to do it. Uh, you've got Rick Scott from Florida. You've got Marco Rubio from Florida. Uh, without President Trump, let's just pretend no Trump's going to run. I got to think that, uh, that my money right now is on Ron DeSantis, uh, just because of the amazing job he's done. And we'll talk more about that in depth, uh, hopefully on a longer episode. Well, in closing, one of the biggest events of the, of the world, not so much in America, but, uh, it was a big world event was the finals for Italy versus England and what we call soccer. They call football. And, uh, I actually did watch the game with my kids because my kids uh, play soccer and uh, I was actually rooting for Italy for this one. And I'll tell you why. Uh, normally I would root for England, I guess, because, you know, I'm American and they speak English. Uh, but uh, the truth of the matter is, after a lot of the disgusting behavior that happened by English fans, I was kind of rooting for Italy. Uh, you know, they... Uh, they made fun of a little German girl who was up crying after a game. And I'm talking about like a little, little kid kids get upset about about everything. So the fact that their, her team lost and she was crying, they took to Twitter and they absolutely destroyed this little girl. And it was, it was disgusting. And then I heard that uh, during one of the games, they were trying to shoot laser lights into the eyes of the goalie of the opposing team. Uh, England, you got to get your act together. You got to tell your fans to shape up. Because it's pretty disgusting what they're doing. You can have passion for your team, but you don't have to be a jerk about it. And uh, there's a lot of that going around in the world. I mean, we're seeing that on flights. We're seeing it uh, at restaurants. I think in closing today, I'd say 
let's all just calm down a little bit. We can have our differences, but we can still be polite to one another on the street. We don't have to constantly fight this war. Uh, There's plenty of battles that do need to be fought, but, uh, you know, you don't need to make a little girl cry for no reason. So hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you'll join in uh, each day for new. This show will uh, keep going as long as I can and uh, health permitting. But uh, you have a good day, and I look forward to hearing from you tomorrow. If you'd like any comments, you can send them to sapshow at sapstudios.com. That's S-A-P-P-S-H-O-W at sap, S-A-P-P-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. That's the show's email address. And uh, you can go to Twitter at Judson Sap, J-U-D-S-O-N-S-A-P. Have a great day and a pleasant tomorrow.